Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Hashtag Leadership, What's On Your Mind? Remember, we're a podcast to make you stop and think about your leadership journey and we're going to add value by speaking to amazing people, amazing stories and experts in their field. So if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe on the YouTube channel and make sure you follow us on your podcast provider. Um, just before we get started, I'm going to add a little caveat in today. I've, I've been suffering from a sore throat and our regular listeners will be wondering what's going on with the audio. It is my voice. I've got a, a husky voice today. So um, moving on from there, why are we here? I've got um, Dawn here today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you. Good. I, I am so excited about this podcast because talk about practicing what you preach and stepping yeah. out of your comfort zone. Uh, we were just talking before we came on that after we went past 100, I really looked at the diversity and the topics and I thought I want to step out of my comfort zone and like look at things so there's some very exciting topics coming up as well but this is one of them and I've got no notes no questions other than a great conversation so Dawn as I hit the 20 minute timer and um, can you introduce yourself for the people who yeah. don't know who you are off you go okay so my name is Dawn Coker Merseyside based um I am managing director of a business called Access to Funding and we help businesses in a variety of ways, really getting funds back from HMRC tax products that can enable their growth or their innovation in business. Um, we also help businesses with grant aid and other things in grant applications. We're part of a much larger global organisation, um, the Ryan Group, that are a Canadian company. Um, we were acquired in May earlier this year, so it's a new change for me, formerly being CEO, now managing director. So had to have a lot of leadership qualities during that period of change and we're still ongoing. Yeah, excellent. And I forgot to say one of the topics that we were, the topic is um, leadership in the menopause. Um, yeah. which I didn't think I'd ever be saying when I started this podcast. So I'm excited to have that as a topic. So before we get started on the menopause and leadership, and I think it comes into that awareness piece that yeah. it's in the news, not a lot of people talk about it. There's several topics that I've come across of getting older. For me, that things come up, you're like, I have no idea about that. So I'm really excited about this. But before I get carried away, um, we're obviously hashtag leadership, what's on your mind? What comes to your mind when you hear the word leadership? Um, I would say the ability to direct and take others with you on a journey to achieve a goal. I think in 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 a short, you know, few words, really. Um, you know, obviously we've had some great leaders, um, others not so good. But I think it's the ability to take others with you on a journey and then for them to be inspired by you. Excellent. And again, I know you're definitely going to share some of the your personal journey on that as well. So staying with you, um, we always ask guests about where their leadership journey started. So whether it's on reflection, and now I've asked you about it, or there was a light bulb moment at the time, and I'm always really excited about how far we can go back. Okay, so how far are we going back for you? Flipping heck. So I, <laughs> That's I, a good start. I, I, I'm nearer the retiring generation than actually starting my work career. So I'm 59. Um, my leadership really started when I worked for a bank, so Capital Bank, um, and I became a team leader. So that's now nearly 30 years ago um, in telesales. So man managing an outbound telesales team. 
um, selling personal finance to customers. So it, it could be a culmination through, via different routes. They may have had a car with us and we were offering them personal finance. Um, it was a team of 10 initially. Um, so my role as team leader, one was the compliance aspect is to check in those compliance, but also it's around motivation and getting them to work as a team. You know, your typical very good salesperson um, might be quite insular in their approach, but actually had new starters. So I needed to make sure that they you know, took them with them and understood by them what worked well, what didn't work well, what best practice was. So motivation was was really needed in a tele-sales environment, keeping them motivated and keeping them engaged. Awesome. Can you think back and remember why did you put yourself forward for that role? Or were you, I love the military term, voluntold. <laughs> um, but, um, did you arrive? How did you get to that role? Was there I'll go with the voluntold Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, I think because I was quite self-motivated on the phones myself. And it is hard, you know, the amount of knockbacks you can get when you're ringing people at any time. They're just coming from work and they don't want a conversation with you. So it was the yeah. time when you worked till nine at night. Um but because I was self-motivated and, and did achieve my targets and had some really positive feedback, they gave me the leadership position. Now, I had managed a person previously to, to work in there. So I had a bit of knowledge around motivation. But most of my leadership training came from working in financial services. Yeah. Also, I love that you know, only on a couple of episodes recently, we've been talking about that mentality of promoting somebody because they're really good at their job, but then they suddenly arrive in a leadership position and role and management. And it's like, wow, like what, that's when the learning really starts. It, it definitely um, does. Definitely. Fantastic. So let's pick up that journey from there. Then we ask people to think about a, an impact moment on their leadership journey, whether it be an event, um, a, a person, whether positive or negative, that's had a real impact on who you are now and your leadership journey. Who would you choose or what would you, where would we go with that? Um, rather than name names, because I've, I've had some shockers as well. <laughs> okay. uh, so, so I would say an impact on not to do it was one, an old manager that I had, where they managed by fear right. you, know, you, you were back in the sort of 90s and it was still okay to do that and I wouldn't say it's okay to do that at all in the workplace but it did happen um and that's a way not to do it then likewise going into sort of the late 90s I had two in particular really inspirational leaders um that were one self-employed um one of them male self-employed ran his own business, really took people on a journey with them. And so much so I had two jobs for six months because I wanted to work for him, but my other job wouldn't let me go. So they agreed between <laughs> them that I could have two jobs because they found him really inspiring. Um, and, and then in public sector, so in a housing association, I work, I'll name her, I worked with a lady called Barbara Spicer that you know was CEO of, of a housing association and took that out of a, a poor situation to really positive one. Um, always inspirational for me. Every time she spoke, you'd listen, people would listen, but also as well, you know, she was empathetic and was true to herself. I think that's really important, you know, from 
from my own experiences is around you know be yourself you know have your own values that you want to live by and act with that integrity but likewise embed that in your teams as well yeah just when you were saying about those two examples then it every time and it doesn't always but it just made me think about the people don't always realize the impact they can have on people and the fact that you were in that position taking two jobs because of that person and again if you and say if you get it right when you get it right and you might not even know the impact you're having on people around you but it it can be amazing can't it It can be really impactful yeah we i mean the business that i'm in now you know we have our own values that we live and breathe by Um, and i think that's really important And, and whilst we've been acquired by ryan group uh, they have very similar values so i'm sure there was there was a reason somewhere along the way that they've looked at us and looked at other um another company called catax who actually purchased us and then ryan purchased them um we're all quite similar in our values and makeup and 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 the way we operate and interact with people yeah very open you know as as a business so there's not much that people don't know about me in in my team you know we're very open fantastic so menopause and leadership talk me through this i'm gonna learn something in the next roughly halfway through the podcast so i've got no questions i do you get a lot of questions i know that we're going to get you to come and talk at one of the iod events and it's something i'm really sort of open and absorb i want to know some more information about it because it's my time of life plus um, and they're going to have females around me that are going to have um go through this so are are there common questions you get asked all the time where do we start with this firstly i think there's a misconception around age so people expect yes predominantly people sort of later late 40s at start the perimenopausal and menopausal but i was 35 so there is a, a real misconception because i was medically put into the menopause i had to have a hysterectomy right okay so um so that that misconception really needs to be eliminated because there's a, an awful lot of people that have reached out to me recently since we started talking about menopause that have had children at the age of 19 in a car crash that was pushed into the menopause you know so so we need to stop putting people in a box perhaps of, of a certain age because uh, because it can happen to anybody yeah. and and that was that was the the sort of scenarios I was faced with working in a large financial institution um, is that there was little knowledge around the menopause and small things people could do to help me, like sit me by a window, you know, mm-hmm. and, a, and allow me to get that cool air or, you know, acknowledging it, but not publicly joking about it because I, I'm an extrovert by nature. And I'm happy to talk about it. I'm happy to say, oh, I'm just having a moment, mm. you know, publicly. Um, yeah. But that's not the same for everybody. So now I've run my own business. We've launched a menopause policy. And, and the reason why we launched that is it's so difficult to attract talent. It's easier to retain the talent that you've got. Yeah. And if you've got, you know, a females on that journey, 
it was really important that we did an education piece to the males in the workplace as well mm-hmm. around what to look out for because we have people that are managers that are male as well and female as female and how they could open up and a, just be a little bit more flexible and understanding you know mm-hmm. i've got up in the morning six o'clock in the morning got on a flight gone to Edinburgh, london or wherever and all i really wanted was to be able to get up at eight o'clock in the morning get on a flight after having a really bad night of, of these yeah. sort of hot sweats and so on that you get and so it's it's more about that little bit more understanding you know there's an awful lot of people leave work we lose a lot of talent where people leave work at that at that sort of menopausal age because they feel they can't cope and so being able to to, I've got a question then so if you're not an extrovert what yeah. are some of the strategies and things that you have helped people to start that conversation? Yeah. And what sort of things can people do? So it's really important that, you know, it's it's everybody in some way will go through the menopause, whether it's your mum, your grandmother, your daughter, you know, there's always somebody associated. Yeah. So it, it's it's about not being frightened to say to a male or a female that, look, I'm, have, I'm going through the menopause, I'm having these symptoms, what support is available to me? So ask the question, because there may be support, but there's a lot of organisations now that are on this focus, really. You know, I, I've shared our menopause policy with, with some large organisations, because when we brought it in, there wasn't that many that had a menopause policy. Yes, so, I was going to so say we, that. But this yeah. is quite, I know it's talked about, so I know it's on the agenda of a lot of people, hence why we're talking yeah. about this. But there must be a lot of companies out there that go, we've never had this on the agenda. Yeah, so this it's, is new. It's, it's almost a taboo subject, you yeah. know. Um, a bit like maternity was and paternity rights and adoption, yeah. all of those things that we do so well now. Yeah. This is like the next one. And I think people like Davina McCall, and the fact that it's been on the TV, it's raising more awareness anyway. Yeah. But, but don't be ashamed to ask the question, what support is available? Mm. If there isn't support, there are lots of support groups externally. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to share links if people listening to this would like more information. We're going to have lots of links on this podcast. <laughs> this episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to share anything. Yeah. And, and don't beat yourself up. You know, because this this happens to fifty percent of the population. Yeah. You know, it, it's not just you going through it. There'll always be somebody in the workplace that has either gone through it before or will be on that journey as well. I was just thinking then as well, how good is this going to be with all this? These because I'm very much like solution focused. So you might find that the first time, if you're in an employment that is a taboo subject, it's not a yeah. thing. You, yeah. the expectation that you raise this and there's a blank face at the other side of the desk or, or the coffee table or whatever it is or the zoom room now the fact that you can go to people like yourself and go right this is what i'm experiencing and this is what i've got so far you're bringing an employer because the employer male or female might be a bit like oh taboo subjects i don't know yeah. where to put myself like the fact that you're coming with a little bit of resource a little bit of this is what I've seen best practice. You're giving them something to go, oh, brilliant. Like, There's this nothing mind-blowing that we have done. You know, we're not saying, right, you've got to have a week's holiday here or two weeks' yeah. holiday. It's more about that understanding and flexibility. 
that yes. actually, you know, things like brain fog happen a lot when you go through the menopause. Mm. So there's little tips that I, you know, I've talked to my team about that are going through this, where if you go into a meeting, make sure you draw a table plan and write everybody's name down. Because halfway through the meeting, you may forget who's sitting opposite you. So yes. here's some little tips. Um, carrying around, you know, a, a flask of ice, because if you put ice on your wrist, it can cool your body down quicker. Yeah. So there's certain parts, you know, these are little tips. Yeah. And also not being frightened to ask for some more flexibility. Yeah. In, in the workplace. Yeah, good. So what, what else have we got? What, what else do you get asked that what we else do I get think asked? about? Um, people are confused around the fact that I was thrown into it very early. Mm. Um, because because at 35, when I actually told my boss, you know, at that time, oh, no, you're too early. You've got another 10 years yet. Well, that isn't <sighs> the case. It was wow. medically induced. So I think the education of that people need to, to speak up. Yeah. Most HR departments now or anybody in HR, there is focus on menopause. So I'm sure there is awareness far yeah. more than when I was 35. Um, but, you know, e even just things like driving, you know, I could turn up to a meeting and literally be in a, in a hot sweat with perspiration running down the sides of my face. You know, I would carry a fan everywhere. You know, so I'd have the air conditioning on the car, but when I got out, it would start again. Yeah. You know, so don't be frightened to take a small mini fan with you to a meeting and just say, you know, but if you if you are as comfortable as I am to open up about it, you must let your line manager know at least because yeah. there needs to be some understanding around perhaps memory loss or not being quite as sharp as you are. You have been. There could be a medical reason why. Yeah, definitely. I love that. We, we've only got three minutes left. Gotcha. We're going to try and get as much. I've got an, an intriguing question I think will be really good to finish on. So obviously you're, I'm going to say still here, in yeah. a very important position. I, I was just thinking then there might be some people that go through this, that it's a bad experience. It really puts them off employment and it really dents the self-confidence. Can you give us a little bit about there's life continues and it gets better and you can ride that wave and you can still be successful achieving great things leading people being an example setting best practice so you give a little bit about what does that look like on the other side um well i think i've, I've now come to the other side i'm also a grandmother so i've got two granddaughters now. amazing so you know I, I will always open up to them and say just just please have the confidence to say that you're going through this you know, you're not battling it alone at all you know i think women as well give themselves a hard time we are very resilient species <laughs> females you know menstruation you know pregnancy other things that that males don't have yeah. and that that's not at all to to diss males or you know in any way or form but we are a resilient species and there is life coming out of the menopause and uh, in fact if you can talk and share your experiences with other women you know female groups online there's online you know networking groups as a professional where they're talking more about you know the menopause don't be frightened to say that you are going through this 
because one in you know fifty percent of the population will be going through this at some time. Yeah. So, what does life? Oh, I say life. What? I'm really looking forward to us working together to put this into a, a, a wider audience. Yeah. What can you help other females going through this? What do you think is going to help get the message out? That was my question. I'm struggling to get to there. What can people do? You mentioned there are groups. Where do the resources reside? Obviously, people are going to be able to click and connect with you on the likes of LinkedIn yeah. through the business. Where can people go for that initial, like, this sounds great. I need to do something about this. I think initially what they need to do is if you're working for a business, you need to speak to your HR department because there might be resources already there. And a lot of businesses now, especially with like mental health, and it does come under that umbrella, yeah. um, you know, there is support for individuals aligned to mental health and the menopause. Because um, you, you do, you can't sometimes just feel totally alone. Um, outside of that, you know, I've said we've shared our policy now with a lot of organisations, some very big ones, especially <laughs> as well, that, that haven't thought about having this policy so you know don't be frightened to ask is there anything in the workplace what support can you get and if you can't get it directly from there then feel free to link in with me and I'll direct people to a wealth of resources there's too yeah. too numerous to to mention yeah, go through them all but that's yeah. amazing though because I I'm very much um like I said, look for the solution that there are things out there. So you might be that person who feels a bit isolated and be like, where do I start? Like, I need to talk about this. I need to maybe help do something about it. But that's what I was sort of alluding to earlier on when I said there's so many things that you can actually go to your employer and go, right, I've almost done your job for you if it's yeah. not in place already. Yeah. And the likelihood is because it's more of a subject and people are talking about it. They might have something, but it might have been five to ten years old. We've and helped like... somebody with a foot um, a large football club. I won't name the names because I'm not getting into that debate. But um similarly that has done that, they've gone to the department and said, Look, this is what a small SME has done in Merseyside. Yeah. Can we do something? So I've I've shared our policy around a number of HR business partners. Yeah. One in a large university, one of the biggest universities in the land have shared that. They've adapted it for their business, but it's now in place. Yeah. So raising awareness, you know, and, and education is really important. Amazing. What a great way to finish a very unique podcast. I'm, I'm glad I got to, I almost felt a bit nervous, but I don't know why. I was excited, <laughs> nervous and excited at the same time. So Dawn, thank you so much for coming on You're and welcome. sharing your your story, your insights, and starting that discussion. That's what I feel, feel like it is, starting that discussion. Yeah. So, ladies and gents, thank you so much for listening to that. If you got something out of it, like I ask every week, please make sure you comment, tag somebody who will benefit from this podcast, tell us what you got from it, and tell us your stories as well. Um, make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit follow on the podcast provider. And every Wednesday at 6 a.m., we have amazing guests sharing their stories and their expertise to help you on your leadership journey. So, Dawn, thank you so much again. Thank you. And we'll see Enjoy. you all next week, ladies and gents. Take care. Bye.